At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Denver City Cast with Holden Kushner, presented by Bet Rivers. Hey, it's Holden from Vison. It is the Denver City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. I want to thank everybody that checked me out on Vison over the weekend and on Monday, filling in for Danny Burke on Rush Hour presented by bet rivers here's what's coming up on the show today in the front range four going to talk about aaron Rodgers' ig post could you imagine if i said that like even 10 years ago we're going to talk about aaron Rodgers' instagram post and see what it really means oh that's where we are these days talk a little abs they got blown out in boston um Jokic continues to get a little disrespect from the national media and then talk a little bit of colorado state basketball plus i got my best bet here and we're going to go back to the well on the NBA MVP discussion, plus a little bit about Major League Baseball and the Olympics. So let's get into this right now. Aaron Rodgers in his Instagram post. It sounded like, uh, or at least it looked like he was drunk. He thanked his ex-fiancee, Shailene Woodley. Uh, he said, thanks for letting me chase after you the first couple of months after we met and finally letting me catch up to you and be a part of your life. Thanks for always having my back for the incredible kindness you show me. Listen, here's the deal. Um, this is just another reason why you shouldn't bother chasing after women because ultimately it's just going to fall apart in the end. Okay. That is my one takeaway from what's going on with this. Well, that and the fact that I don't think he was sober when he was writing it. All right, let's move to the next one. He thanked the QB room because the men I got to share the QB room with every day, Matt LaFleur, Nathaniel, Hackett, Luke, Jordan Love, Kurt Bankert. You guys made every day so much fun. I'm so thankful for the daily laughs and stress relief you brought me every week of the year. I love you guys. Again, this is nothing cryptic to me. It is, hey, I'm feeling all emotional here. So let me thank the lady I just broke up with that I was going to marry. And let me thank everybody I hung out with in the quarterback room. And also, he thanked some other Packers teammates. He did not thank the front office. I'm sure everybody's going to dive into that and talk about that but he did thank his Packers teammates he said uh, Randall Cobb David Bakhtiari and he also called out both of their spouses because I loved every moment we got to spend together this year so there you go uh, that's the Friday crew I don't know maybe they went out Friday nights for a big dinner party but whatever it was no mention of the front office okay from Andrew Brandt a former uh, front office member with the Packers and a guy who has had a lot of conversation, at least in the Twitter sphere and as a guest on various shows, you know, he's thought that 
the Packers really don't want Aaron Rodgers back as much as some others believe. Well, how about this? Brant took a little left turn on his Twitter handle. Look at this. We're talking IG. We're talking Twitter. I mean, if you're in your 80s, you probably got no idea what's going on right now. Anyways, uh, here's Brant's thoughts on this. And I do respect him. You know, Andrew Brandt's been in the league a long time, has great connections with the Packers. He goes, after consistently saying Aaron would be back last year and consistently saying Aaron would be gone this year, I'm honestly torn now. Knowing him, I'm now thinking his cryptic posts suggesting goodbyes and looking back means he will return to the Packers, but who knows? Yeah, here's the only thing I'm taking out of it. Again, to me, it sounds like Aaron Rodgers is drunk or very buzzed at the very least. Or maybe he was, you know, hitting a joint or something like that. Um, that's about it. Those are my thoughts on Aaron Rodgers' post. He, he seems like he was just feeling really sappy and decided to come out with an IG post. And the other thing I guess we could say about it is he just wants the attention or he's going on the Pat McAfee show and Pat said, go, go put something out there on IG. I think ultimately him not being 100% sober was probably the most likely outcome of why this came out. Front range four. Let's move on to number two. Oh, the Avalanche. They lost. They didn't lose. They got blasted in Boston 5-1 to one on President's Day. So the Bruins in the second period, that was really the end of it. Two quick goals at the end of the second. Uh, that kind of sunk the Avs. They had no shot of coming back after that. They just didn't play well. It was as simple as that. So the Bruins held that 4-1 lead. They had control of the game from that point on. And big deal. You know, you're going to lose hockey games. There's probably a losing streak in order for the abs before the end of the season. You hope that it doesn't start now. You hope that it really doesn't happen. But what goes up must come down. I mean, even the greatest teams in the history of sport, outside of that 1998 Bulls team, you know, they all go through slumps. And at some point in time, it's probably going to happen to the Avalanche, as long as they're ready to go when it comes for the Stanley Cup playoffs. I think all abs fans are going to be just fine with it. You know, you'll deal with it. One final game coming up on the road trip. They go to the Detroit Red Wings on Wednesday night. So that game is coming up tomorrow. Avs and the Red Wings. Let's go to number three of the front range four. The national media pundits cannot stop talking crap about Nikola Jokic. First, it was Charles Barkley saying Jokic wasn't the MVP for a litany of reasons. Plus, he thought that John Morant... Uh, deserved to be the MVP. So, you know, we could just go there. He called Denver fans whiny. And now there's a guy, I'm not even going to mention his name. The only reason why I'm going to bring this up is because I had a friend on Twitter. Again, we go back to the social media. Uh, sent out a post about how asinine uh, one guy's comments were. The guy has a national talk show. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm not going to bother giving him any credit here. But I'll say this. Here's the quotes. He goes, there's an all-star game. People want to win. They care about winning. Jokic doesn't start the fourth quarter. But, well, he'll come in when there's a substitution. No, no, no. Giannis comes in. Oh, wait, another substitution. So, basically what he's saying, what gives our team the best chance to win? Jokic, sit your ass down. Sit down. You're not going to play. Sorry, buddy. So, I don't ever want to hear again that I have to talk about this guy like he's the best player in the league. A top 10 player, yes. Do I respect his game? Absolutely. Has he evolved? Sure. But what more evidence do you need? Uh, so, just in a reaction to what this gentleman, this individual said, who likes to stir the pot, and maybe he really feels this way about Jokic, he's obviously wrong, uh, you're telling me that a performance or a lack of 
how much playing time you wanted Nikola Jokic to have, that that is the reason why he's not the best player in the league. Yeah, I, thank you very much for for this because I went back to the well yesterday on the uh, mothership on Veasan during rush hour presented by Bet Rivers, and I discussed this again. Jokic best player in the league. Jokic best player in the NBA. And this guy is saying because Nikola Jokic didn't play as much in the All Star game that he's not the best player in the world. Well, that's just silly. That's just a bad argument there. And the other side of the thing is, Jokic, what did I tell you? The, the MVP of that game is going to be the guy that scores the most points. And that, that's what it is. It's not suited for Nikola Jokic's skill set. He came close to a triple-double. He's a triple-double guy. He's not going to score 50 points. You know, if he plays more of that game, maybe he has you know, 15, 11, and 11. That's, that is not MVP All-Star game worthy. He also said he really wasn't... He didn't really feel that great, you know, playing in a game that it really doesn't suit his talents. And I think that's just the way it is. You know, there's a ton of guys out there. There's other scorers. There's other guys that can distribute the ball. He is such a great player. We all know it. And I'm going to leave it at that. Let's go on to the next topic in the front range four. How about CSU, Colorado State basketball? Boy, what a horrible loss to UNLV. This is now two games this season against the running rebels where gosh they just looked awful awful and i hope that they don't run into that that's the only team i don't want them to see in the mountain west conference tournament so after another bad loss to unlv csu all they had to do is win that game they're going to be a top 25 team instead they go backwards they go from uh, third in the others receiving votes, which makes them 28th. This week, they're 36th, so they're 11th in the others receiving votes. By the way, some really good Mountain West uh, representatives there. Between being ranked or being the others receiving votes, you have Wyoming, you got Boise, you got CSU, San Diego State. So a lot going on here. A big fan of what we're seeing from CSU, but it was a hiccup. Rams are now fourth in the conference. They're two games behind Boise and Wyoming in the loss column. Told you I got that great eight to one number on CSU winning the conference. I don't think it's happening anymore. Three games left. The good news is that they've got games against Wyoming and Boise, but when you're two games back, you gotta hope for some other issues. So here's the last three games. Wyoming at home, Utah State on the road, Boise State at home. By the way, Wednesday's Wyoming CSU game was sold out last week. The Boise game sold out two weeks ago. Now there's five sellouts in a row. First time since they've been in the Mountain West that has happened. And the average attendance this season will be the best since 1995-96. So you win basketball games. You got David Roddy and Isaiah Stewart on your team. And there's going to be a lot of optimism and a lot of fun. And it has been a blast of a season for CSU with the exception of like the month they had to take off. Uh, it's already been a success. They're going to the NCAA tournament. Let's see if they can finish this thing strong with wins over Wyoming and Boise and then get into the tournament. Just avoid UNLV. It just seems to be a really bad matchup. And that, my friends, is the front range four, the four biggest stories on the front range. We will go down to Colorado Springs for a game preview. Fresno State at Air Force. Yes, you're going, why the heck are you going to handicap an Air Force game? Because I want to.
We'll talk some more college hoops. We'll get you that handicap. Plus, uh, Jawan Howard and my thoughts on Howard versus Greg Gard and their penalties. That's next on the Denver CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. Being a homer has its perks at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Every day, Bet Rivers offers a special hometown discount on parlays involving local teams. To get your hometown discount, just open the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app and check the daily specials to place your bet on a unique parlay with hometown teams and players. Then root, root, root for the home team and win together. Bet today on the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app or go to betrivers.com. Must be 21 and located in Colorado. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 522 4700. For more real-time relevant sports betting news and information, listen to VEASAN in Denver on Altitude Sports 950. VEASAN, the sports betting network, is on the air in Denver. Listen to relevant real-time sports betting news and information on Denver's Altitude Sports 950. Follow the money, a numbers game, Lombardi line, my guys in the desert, the nightcap, and much, much more from VEASAN. The Sports Betting Network, on the air in Denver, on Altitude Sports 950. The Denver CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers, continues. Holding with VEASAN with you. Let's get to my one game that I'm going to bet tonight, and then some thoughts on the Michigan-Wisconsin situation. So I'm going to start with a Mountain West game. we got Fresno State at Air Force. Air Force plus seven. Total here is 118.5 on Bet Rivers. The Bulldogs of Fresno State have lost four in a row. The Falcons have lost seven in a row. So you're saying, why the hell are you handicapping this game? Well, I'll tell you why, because I think there's money to be made. First meeting between the two teams scheduled in December was postponed. This will be the one meeting here. Air Force's record against the spread this year. I don't think I talk about them enough just because they're so bad. And when Nate Kreckman comes on, I always seem to talk about Air Force. Not always, but quite a bit. We talk about Air Force and how the perception is they're just an awful team. And they're not as awful as they are. They are a bad, bad basketball team. But they tend to stay in games. I love what they did against Wyoming in that last game. Yeah, they lost by eight points, but they still are right in the game. Lost by just eight against Wyoming. And I think you you say, hey, they lost by eight. But they still, they, they hung in there with a much better team. So let's go to Fresno State first. 65th in the Ken Palm rankings. Uh, They're an NIT team right now. They've scored 106 points per 100 100 possessions this season, and that's 118th in the NCAA. So the upper third or so of the NCAA offensively. They're not, I mean, it's just not, it's not great. Um, They struggled offensively in the conference season. Their effective field goal percentage is 50%, and that is ninth in the conference. So offensively, they're not terrific. Defensively, they're kind of shutdown team. Both Air Force and Fresno State, bottom 15 in tempo. So keep that in mind tonight. Air Force's average offensive possession length is the third to last in the nation, like 356th. So they go super slow. They turn the ball over, which is a little concern concerning if you want to back the under in this game but I think that's really the only concern at this point uh Ken Palm has 115 for the total of this game I have 116 for the total of this game Greg Peterson has 116 and a half he's VEASAN's college basketball insider so this is all just lining up for an under 
under 118 and a half at minus 117 on Bet Rivers. Again, Falcons Air, of Air Force, Air Force hosting Fresno State tonight, under 118 and a half is the official show play. Okay, let's move on. More college basketball to discuss, and that would be Michigan and Wisconsin over the weekend. You got to know what happened, right? Jawan Howard uh, threw a punch. It was an open hand, you know, hit an assistant coach in the head. Not a good look. Horrible look, as a matter of fact. Bad. No sportsmanship no whatsoever. But uh, here's what happened. Just again, Wisconsin, big lead, uh, waning moments of the game, and four seconds on the shot clock. Michigan has a full court press, and Greg Gard, their head coach, decided to call a timeout. Okay? So... Howard, after the game, by the way, said it wasn't a press. It was pressure man-to-man defense. I mean, give me a break. It was a full-court press. And my thoughts on this are if you are a team, I don't care what the score is. If you're a team still trying to win the game, full-court pressing, then the other team can go do whatever the hell they want to do. Calling a timeout, I was fine. Didn't love it, but I was fine with it. I think it's okay. Uh, So what happens after that? Jawan Howard in the line. He said he would remember taking that time out. Now, when he walked up to guard in the handshake line, he goes, uh, I'm going to remember that. And guard stopped him. Now, I think if guard lets him go, this is avoided. So I was a little disappointed that he didn't get a game suspension. I really thought he deserved a game. He got a $10,000 fine. It doesn't look good, but still, I don't think that there was, there's been enough punishment for guard. Um, And that's unfortunate because, again, he did have something to do with this, but not even close to the responsibility of Jawan Howard. Not even close. And here's what really pissed me off about what Howard was doing. He goes, I think it was very uncalled for for him to touch me as we were communicating with one another. That's what escalated it. At that point, I felt it was time to protect myself, which is total BS. Jawan Howard is like a foot taller, (laughs) about 75 pounds heavier than Greg Gard. Okay, he put his finger in the guy's forehead and probably knock him over. He's so much bigger than him. That's what a joke. Okay, so then Howard sleeps on it. Michigan probably comes out and makes him apologize like he apologized. All right, and my my thoughts were suspend Howard for the rest of the regular season. Five games. Don't fire the guy. And that was actually his, you know, his five game suspension. Perfect. Love it. I love I love it because it's absolutely the punishment he deserves. Does he deserve to get fired? Are you kidding me? Why are we so quick to cancel everything these days? Yes, it was bad. Unacceptable, inexcusable, Bush League, whatever you want to call it. Just an awful, awful moment for college basketball. But we're firing him because of one horrible moment publicly. Now, if it happens again, okay, he's gone. The zero tolerance policy. And I don't even know if he'd deserve a job again after that, because after this, you need to learn your lesson or you're probably not going to get it. But the only thing that uh, I think has been gotten wrong so far is that Greg Gard needed a game. So here's the response I've got since I came out with that take was a lot. How does he only get five games? Just suspend him for the rest of the season. <laughs> Why? We all know it's bad. He's been suspended and fine. It's completely embarrassing. 
the message has been sent to Jawan Howard through five games. For five games. Get out of the way. You don't deserve to be the coach of this team. This team is headed toward the NIT, which, by the way, Wisconsin fans, very, very witty with their NIT, NIT chants uh, after the whole fracas down there during this game. But nonetheless, five games, a fine for guard, five games for Howard, a fine for guard, and and a story. That, that's really where I'm at. Not firing the guy. Not putting him down for the rest of the year. The message has been sent. Now, then we get to the old, this happens every few years. We've got a handshake line. Something happens. And then everybody says, no more handshake line. No more handshakes. Cancel the handshakes. Tom Izzo was just brilliant in his press conference. Because <laughs> he's like, that's fine. If the other team doesn't want to, we'll just shake the air. And he, he mimicked going down the handshake line and handshaking the air. Just a wonderful moment in college basketball. It was really funny. Why are we canceling the handshake line? Because we've had, you know, 5,000 games. And then one of these games, one of the coaches gets upset. It's a, it's give me a break. Here we go again. Just cancel everything. Cancel, cancel Jawan Howard. Cancel the, the handshake. Why? It's actually refreshing to me to see a little bit of sportsmanship at any level in sports these days, at, at any level. It's nice from, I like it. I, now, am I going out of my way to stick around for the handshake line? Oh, this is amazing. Let me stick around for the handshake line. It is going to be so dramatic and amazing. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. Just think as a whole, it's nice. It's a nice thing to see people actually getting along and saying good game. Takes me back to my youth. Back to my youth when things were just so much simpler, right? Okay, we'll move on from the college game to the NBA game. And I talked about Jokic and his detractors earlier, and I'm going to get into Jokic again. And I'm going to tell you for the 8 millionth time why he is the most valuable player in the NBA. He's somehow, by the way, having a better season than he did last year. I don't even know how that's possible. Last year, he was one of the most efficient players of all time. Now he's one of the most efficient players of all time, except uh, to the nth degree. Here's what I'm hearing from the Embiid backers. That Embiid is a far superior, far superior defender. Well, maybe that by the eye test, but by the numbers, defensive efficiency, Jokic is extraordinarily improved. He's 21st in defensive efficiency, which is right up there near one of the best players in the league. Embiid is 19th. Hmm. So they're basically even. Back to that defense. Remember the story I was telling you a couple weeks ago? Draymond Green, he went into detail about how Jokic went up to Green and talked to him about something. And what that something was, was Draymond the year before saying if they're going to be a good team, if the Nuggets are going to be a good team, he's got to be good defensively. And he showed four clips and Jokic was not rotating and he was very critical of him. And he said, I went at Jokic's defense and I was very critical of him. That's what Draymond Green said. And then the next year, Green goes, Jokic came up to me that following year and he said, I saw what you said about my defense and you were right, but I've gotten better. And then Draymond said, you've gotten better 100%. I've been watching you this year. Yes, Nikola Jokic has gone from a subpar defender 
to one of the better defenders in the league. So that's just the defensive side of the coin. With Jokic on the floor, I say it again, Nuggets performing at one of the highest levels in the history of the NBA. With him off the floor, they're the worst team in the league. Player efficiency rating, P-E-R, Jokic and Embiid, two of the top three players in the NBA. Jokic number one, Embiid number three. Both players carrying their team, but Embiid gets hardened. Hopefully, uh, the Sixers continue to be really good for the rest of the regular season with James Harden. And then the argument that he has not been carrying his team or that he has been carrying his team with nobody does not carry any weight. Plus, there are some pretty good players on that Sixers team okay, that he was playing with. Maxi being one of them. Um, offensive rating. Hmm. Let's see here. Among centers. Well, let's go to assist ratio first. Okay. Among centers. Assist ratio. Jokic, number three. I thought he'd be number one, to be honest with you. Number three, Embiid's 25th. Offensive rating, Jokic, number four, Embiid's 61st. You want to talk about a far, far superior offensive player in all facets of the game. His name is Nikola Jokic. So, you know what? Embiid's slightly better defensively. Jokic, much, much better offensively. Much, much more valuable than I would say almost anybody in the NBA. And I'll also put Giannis ahead of Embiid. Giannis is ahead of Embiid in PER, like I said before. So player efficiency rating, just taking everything into account. Giannis I would put ahead of Embiid. Bucks and Sixers, same win percentage. Giannis and, and Embiid have similar numbers, including defensive efficiency. Why is it Embiid getting all the votes? Again, this coming from a Kansas grad who loves Joel Embiid. East Coast bias, man. That's what it is. It's East Coast bias. Embiid, he's a, he's a talkative fellow. He's a very likable fellow. He's an opinionated fellow. But just because of that doesn't mean he's the most valuable player in the National Basketball Association. And that is my take on the MVP. We come back. Got a little bit of non-basketball and Aaron Rodgers news. We've got the baseball lockout, which continues. My thoughts on that. Plus, the Olympics are over, and many of you didn't even know that it had started. That and more next on the Denver CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to be in control of your football bets. That's why players love the same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Same game parlays let you mix and match player props and game bets and gives a payout boost to the winning combinations you want to root for. Combine two bets or combine many. You pick your confidence level and then watch the game unfold. Bet on same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today. Must be 21 and located in Colorado. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 522 Okay, baseball, baseball, baseball. What a disaster. Well, I mean, the Rockies, let's face it, we go to Rockies games because it's a beautiful ballpark and it's something to do. Uh, it's a bad baseball team, but I still love baseball. Love betting on baseball. Love it. It's baseball, betting on baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I need like. Um, three games at a time to really stay locked in while I'm live betting, but first fives, pregame bettings. And then I love betting games at Coors Field because last year we won a lot of money early from betting the unders and then games went over. So it's, it's fun. Uh, we'll see when we can start betting these Rockies games today in Florida, second time, 
since the lockout started that the players and the owners have met on back-to-back -back days to talk about the economic issues. The first time was back in late January and the union just got a proposal from MLB and we'll see what the union has to do. I think it's at least good news they're meeting this quickly. So we've been waiting for some type of good mood, but the deal, there's a deal to end the lockout that has to be reached next Monday. At least that's a report, <clears throat> excuse me, to avoid postponement of opening day, which is March 31st. They don't have it by next Monday. Then the start of the season will be delayed. And here's some of the issues, because I don't think people understand what they're fighting for. I think that for the most part, it's, oh, they're just fighting about money. Um, well, yeah, that's, that's the way it is. Some of the issues, though, have to do with paying players that have been in the league three years or less. So a lot of this... The veteran players right now are fighting for money for the younger players coming into the league. I think that's interesting. Uh, so instead of seeking salary arbitration rights for all the players with at least two years of service time. So Major League Baseball wanted arbitration for players that played two years. What's arbitration? You know, this guy's making $800,000. He performed like he was playing at a $14 million level. So you get a raise here. So they're fighting for that. Uh, MLB also took away its proposal trying to reduce minor league roster sizes and to limit the number of times a player can be optioned to five. So MLB was going to try and take options away, which means, you know, teams can go from the majors, the players can go from the majors to the minors and get called back up. Uh, that to me, I don't know why that's a huge stopping point, but it is. So whatever, I guess they just want the players to stay up in the minors for a little, or in the majors for a little bit longer. And um, the players do, and MLB uh, wants to say, screw it, you know, uh, we'll just send them back down. And then there's a luxury tax ceiling. That's what we call it. Um, they want to reward the best young players, okay? And a luxury tax ceiling would make the salary and the salary cap, which there really isn't one, it would, it would make the ceiling of the salary go higher. And Major League Baseball owners say, screw that. You know, we don't want that because we want to keep salaries down, which their plan is to have a $214 million salary cap. And the players want a $245 million ceiling. The ceiling means that players will be making more money. Now, why don't the players like this luxury tax? Because teams that go past that number start getting fined. So it's a way for the owners to keep salaries in check. And they'll get penalized if they go over the number. And very few teams go over that number. You know, the Yankees used to do it. We've seen the Red Sox, seen the Dodgers do it. But for the most part, these are the big arguments. Just so you know, these are the big arguments going on during the lockout right now. Uh, last but not least, I did not watch the Winter Olympics outside of Team USA hockey. I watched, I, I take that back. I watched a little luge and a little skeleton because my four-year-old son thought they were really cool. And my daughter, she really couldn't care less about them. And once Team USA was bounced, our men's team was bounced from the tournament. Uh, that horrible, horrible uh, meltdown against, what was it, Slovakia? I was done. 10.7 million viewers tuned in on average. Uh, that's awful. <laughs> that's absolutely awful. So you didn't have the big names from the NHL. 
You didn't have the big names from the USA as far as uh, talent going over there. And the United States, we actually did pretty well in the medal tally. 37 for Norway, the Russian Olympic Committee, bunch of cheaters, 32. Hopefully they take some away from them. Germany, 27. Canada, 26. United States, 25. We had more than China, which matters to me. For me, why didn't I watch it? Yeah, I'm a little bit pissed about China. I'm, I'm pissed about not just the human rights stuff, but I, let's not get too far into politics. Let's just say this. Not happy with the Chinese government. And that had a big reason for me not watching the Winter Olympics, which I usually watch a lot more of it than I do the Summer Olympics. Just not good. Uh, was not a good, not a good viewing experience. And I know there's a lot of people out there say, let's get rid of the Winter Olympics. Don't get rid of the Winter Olympics. We don't need to do that. It was just a debacle because it was being held in China. And, you know, China thinks they're great. Everything's good. They, they did it well. No big outbreaks. The people that I know that are over there covering it said it was just uh, not a good experience. Not a good experience. The good news is, 2026, our buddies in Italy, Milan, Italy, will be hosting the Winter Olympics. So I'm looking forward to that. Four years from now, probably won't think about it too much between now and then, but I am for now. Okay, thank you very much for checking out the Denver City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. Follow me on Twitter at Holden Radio. I'm very, very open to back and forth discussion. I'll be back with my friends, Nate Kreckman and Ian St. Clair on Wednesday's show. Again, appreciate it. Thanks for checking out the Denver City Cats, presented by Bet Rivers. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.